Danny O'Neill rubbed his eyes against the sunlight and wandered into his parents' bedroom to find some clean socks from the washing pile. The double bed was empty, the crumpled bedclothes thrown back. Normally they made their bed as soon as they were up. Danny put his hand on his short brown hair and tried to press it down to his scalp. Mum, he called. Mum, Dad? The house echoed with silence. Dad? He tried again. Again, there was no answer. Perhaps they were outside doing something in the garden. It was a bit early, but parents did strange things sometimes, for odd reasons of their own. Downstairs in the hallway, he found the front door ajar and the carpet soaked with rainwater. The phone table had blown against the bookcase and overturned, spreading scraps of wet paper all over the walls. Two framed pictures had fallen off their hooks and smashed against the skirting board. They were both of baby Emma, who died before Danny was born, and they'd hung there his whole life, fading a little more every time the sun broke through into the hall. Now that the glass was broken, raindrops had splashed over Emma's cheeks, giving her a red rash that looked like chickenpox. Where were his parents? They always came home. They were always there in the morning, no matter what happened at night. He picked up the phone and tried to call their mobiles, but both numbers put him through to a recorded voice. Dead. A thin breeze pierced his cotton pyjamas, puckering his skin into goosebumps. As the prickling sensation crawled up over his neck, he wasn't sure that it was all due to the cold. The house was entirely still. He padded through the kitchen to the back door, his feet leaving wet prints on the tiles, and pressed his nose against the glass panel. Twigs, leaves, and pieces of broken fence littered the lawn, but it wasn't until Danny stepped outside that he saw what had woken him in the middle of the night. The old sycamore tree had been struck by a huge bolt of lightning and had split right down its trunk almost to the smoking earth. It stood blackened and dead. A swing once tied to a low branch hung melted on its chains, and a few wisps of mist clung around the ground where the trunk was whole. The lightning had struck only meters from his house, only meters from the bedroom where he'd lain, trembling under his covers. For a second, Danny forgot his parents and gazed at the twisted wood. He wanted to reach out and touch the charcoal branches. Would they feel solid or somehow light? Would they crumble away into dust under his fingers? A patch of ashy debris lay around the trunk, grey-black lumps of sycamore and charred stems of undergrowth. He stooped down, wondering if it was still warm, and his eyes stopped, noticing something brown against the black cinders. A stick, the colour of the old living tree. He picked it up. Although the stick was as thin as a pencil, it didn't crumble but stayed hard, refusing to break under the pressure of his fingers. For a second he frowned, wondering at its strange heaviness. A low moaning sound crept into his ear. The last, the most precious piece of me, oh. Danny instantly knew that it was the tree who had spoken, although he had no idea how he'd known. It hadn't moved a single twig. Hello, he said unsure of how to address a dying tree. Oh, 
Don't bother with the niceties. The tree was gasping a little now. No time. It had to be. Step into the light. I can hardly see you. Danny was standing in bright sunlight. I'm in the light, he said. Oh, oh, there's light. Then this must be the darkness. And there's no time, not for anything. No time left. The tree fell silent. Danny cast his eyes around for something to make it talk again. What had it said? The most precious piece of it. The last? He looked down at the stick in his hand. Maybe if he returned the last good piece to the tree, it would have some energy left to speak. He stepped forwards and wedged the stick into the cleft trunk. As soon as his hand let go, the world seemed to fall silent. 